0: Mission Log, September 7th, 2023. Expedition to Arcadia 19. The time is 22.34. Universal Basic Time. I will keep this brief because the job has... still not begun. Just before we departed the ship, Major Strong prepared a delightful risotto. I must admit, having a chef on board was one of the perks that sold me on this job. But I'm much more anxious to see if this mysterious discovery is... What I'm hoping it is. We left the ship and found some sort of automated lunar buggy rental station. I was appalled that we had to check ourselves in and bake our own way to the mine. I understand the need to keep the spaceport distant from the mine facility, in case of catastrophe. But if Carrion Corp wants to hire a scientist of my caliber, they ought to invest in some more adequate hospitality. Brooks got us on the road after briefly getting distracted with some local pamphlets. I suppose it's not surprising that an inexperienced mechanic from Earth doesn't know what bullet rain is, but I'd be shocked if they didn't go over that in training. Once we got in the buggy, I had hoped everything would be smooth sailing. I saw some warnings on the dashboard, and I tried to help, but it was too late. Brooks had fumbled the controls and flipped the vehicle. Oh, Yes, coming. I will finish this log at a later time.
1: You open your eyes. Brooks, the last thing you saw was Dr. Kinton. His mouth began to shape those words, forming those criticisms he so easily unloads on you and all those around him. Then he was illuminated. A glowing red flush emanating from the dashboard's warning lights bathed the doctor in deep crimson. In an instant, before you could hit the brakes, turn the wheel, force the buggy to do anything else, impact. Disorientation hits you hard, and so does the roll cage of the buggy. Some flaw in the hardware, some technical defect, ejected you from your safety harness. Your midsection is now pinned by the cage, legs dangling beneath you as your back is pressed with immense force against a large, jagged rock. All you can see around you is the swirling thick fog of regolith obscuring everything in sight. Dr. Kinton, you were focused on Brooks and their complete ineptitude regarding the current situation. That is until they, and the world around them, started spinning rapidly. You felt immediate pressure increase as the restraint belts tightened to prevent irreparable harm. Then, as if someone switched off the lights, a shroud of darkness enveloped your vision. Less for the small indicator lights inside your EVA helmet. Now, the only movement you can see against a pitch black backdrop is the thin spiderweb like crack forming on the protective glass that keeps your indispensable life separated from the deadly lack of elements outside. With any movement, innocuous or otherwise, you can see the crack inching its way with quick, jagged movements to unbroken sections of the visor. Ford, with all the grace that only experience can garner, you removed yourself from the consequences of your crew's actions. You landed hard along the path, though withstood no immediate damage. Now you can see the lightweight steel and debris thrown in all directions as the buggy begins to fade from your view into an opaque veil of gray dust kicked up from the lunar surface. What do you do, Ford?
2: I'll get up and just gather myself, look at the dust for a minute, and then realize what just happened. And I can clearly see the dune buggy is, like, within the dust and whatnot.
1: Yeah, there's still some pieces kind of slowly rolling their way away from the debris, from the crash. Yeah, so I will, after I kind of gather
2: myself, I will run in, and then I will survey the scene. Okay.
1: Roll plus head. Hmm. Now we can't do it every time.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm, I can. <laughs> that is a solid eight minus one.
1: A seven. You can ask me one question. Do you have the list? And right, y'all. Beautiful. Who's in charge here? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite <be> <laughs> I will ask who's in the most danger. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Pinned against this large rock by their midsection you see Brooks but she is awake and conscious and could probably get herself out of this situation then you look for Dr. Kinton and you see that he is pinned face down his helmet pushing against that same rock and you can see these small cracks starting to form on his visor as he gets pushed closer into the rock you know that Without that visor, he will perish. So he is in the most danger. I would like to
2: run up to Dr. Kenton. And just so I'm getting the right picture, it is Hmm. the
1: buggy that is pinning everyone down, right? So the simplest way is to imagine that it flipped over its hood. Like it flipped forward. Yeah. So Dr. Kenton was still in his seat and his face. Yeah is now up against the rock and Brooks kind of came out the top because her harness broke and is pinned by the roll cage.
3: I also have a very important question.
1: (laughs) I will will come to you after Ford does his thing. It's a space
2: science question. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you take your helmet off, you do freeze to
1: death and die. We've all seen (laughs) the magic school bus, which is what this game is based on. Uh Uh-huh. Uh,
0: <laughs> hang on now, uh, Grant. <laughs> this one you have permission for me.
2: <laughs> I would like to run up to Kenton and try to lift up with my back while I unlatch him from his seat. Because I'm so mad- smart. Yeah, like you know what I'm. Can you yeah, imagine yeah. what I'm? Hundred percent. Yeah, I would like to lift up the buggy using my back. Mostly mm-hmm. my knees because that's uh, the proper way to lift things. <laughs> Roll me an act under fire. While trying to unlatch Dr. Ken from the seat. All right. Under fire is plus hand.
1: Oh, and that's a good one. That's a 12. On a 10+, plus, you achieve your goal without any extra damage to yourself or Dr. Kinton or his helmet. You are able to unlatch him and pull him out if you want to put any flavor on this of what this looks like. I think you have a pretty good image in your head.
2: Yeah, I think I would just start lifting up the buggy and put my hand, as I lift it, I would put my hand between the rock mm-hmm. and his helmet, and then I would just use the other hand to un. Strap him from the seats Incredible
1: We're all kind of still in this dusty haze So Kitten and Ford you can see each other Uh, Brooks you can kind of see her Outline But Brooks if you want to ask me your question Or perhaps do anything in this Moment I
2: also really like that this is where my military Really shows Mm -hmm. And no one's conscious
3: for it Mm -hmm. They're conscious they just can't see too say, I'm conscious (laughs) They're just trapped no longer. My main question was: I, I, There's different gravity here. Low so, gravity, yes. But I'm sure that these like vehicles have some sort of system that still makes them stick to the ground. If that makes sense. So I'm, basically, I'm asking: Is it easy for Ford to like? Is it? Does it feel light? Is it like swimming? Is it like lifting something heavy in water? You were.
1: Big jumping, you were carrying your equipment with ease. Things
3: yeah. are lighter, like you're in water. Okay. So it's not like, if this was like the real world, we would be crushed to death. But since yes, it's not, it's more exactly. just pressure.
1: It, it is the real world. You are not in a, well, some sort of fantasy. Yeah, dream, <laughs> you know I mean? It is low gravity. Okay.
2: That was, that was just, I just wanted. To... Hey Cap, I need to tell you right now. This is a fantasy dream. Nope. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> you... For your characters, this is real. Hey, I need to hear from you.
1: <laughs> My never, f- You'll never catch me. <laughs> My, My
2: friend, <laughs> Cap. <laughs> you know this is a fantasy dream.
3: Reality's terrible. You'll never catch me. <laughs> I mean, I think I am in adrenaline mode. And mm-hmm. I am like like i am feeling like this pressure on top of me and i think i am like borderline having a panic attack so i think i would try to scramble out of here somehow sounds good to me are you doing anything specific or would you like to just act under fire um i don't really have a move for this, cool. so and i but i'm not great at act under fire so this could end up bad rolling with my new space dice shit. It's a three. That it's gonna be great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a fucking 3 Mm-hmm. So I know there's not something I
2: can do to help. You can assist. Technically. Like, I don't think there's a way I can, like, make a three better.
3: Okay, I have have an idea.
2: But I did plan on getting Kenton out and then trying to go...
0: Assisting in this game, if you big succeed, they re-roll their lowest dice.
1: So you could definitely make that happen. Seven to nine is getting a plus one. On a ten plus, they can re-roll their lowest dice. Okay. Which sounds like it might be a one. Katie, was there something else that you wanted to do?
3: No, I was just gonna say, like, I just imagine that, like, this is probably pressing on my comms, so Ford can literally, like, hear me, like, freaking the fuck out in his ear Sure, I love that What's that sound like? (laughs) (laughs) I think he just hears that, that same, like, heavy breathing that you did in the first episode that I'm not going to do because I will literally pass out <laughs> so
1: Ford if you want to assist you can roll plus CX plus connection
2: that is unfortunate
1: <laughs> yep. I love this group I love this group so much uh,
2: but let's see how we do Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a that's a seven total that's a seven
1: so that turns it into a four Still a failure, unfortunately.
2: Well, no, that's a eight minus...
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, but for okay. uh, Brooks, it is still a failure.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha. All
3: right.
1: Ho, <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. Things go horribly wrong.
3: I'm gonna die. You're not gonna die
1: yet. Brooks, you, with your legs dangling, get a little bit of a hold against the rock behind you. And start to push, but it is not budging at all. Ford, you see the struggle through the fog and go to help. You push against this bar, trying to free Brooks, and she drops. She's freed. Sweet. And you all have a moment sitting as this dust starts to clear around you. Doctor, your visor is cracked, but still intact. And you were all uh, sitting next to this buggy. Am I, like, leaking air? Am, am... No, no. If you take any more damage to your helmet, it's probably not going to be good, but you are uh, sustainable.
3: Wait, what? what's the bad thing happening?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that's the point. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask where the cracks are in Kenton's helmet?
1: Right in front of his face. It's like a spider web of small
2: cracks. But like eyes, like where, as opposed to the eyes,
1: uh, we'll say it is just a little bit to the left of his left eye, and it's starting to spread towards the center.
2: Okay, I will take. You can my... see.
1: There's just a. It's like a crack on your windshield. I'll take out my duct tape. And <laughs> that
2: was my thought too. <laughs> rip a couple pieces in half, like mm-hmm, down mm-hmm, the middle, mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. put them along the biggest part of the crack. That's what the duct tape's for, baby.
0: Major. Ford, thank you. You really saved the day.
2: Think nothing of it, Doctor.
0: It's what I'm here for. Do we think we could get this buggy back on its wheels and perhaps complete our journey without any further mishaps?
1: Oh, yes. Let me just flip it on over. <laughs> you can flip it over, definitely. It's pretty banged up, and there is a wheel missing. Oh, as I stated in my uh, ending of last sessions, one of the wheels came off and the axle dug into the ground and that's why it flipped.
0: Well, Brooks, perhaps if you cannot drive, you can at least get a wheel back on this thing.
3: Brooks is... I'm, like, kneeled down clutching my stomach, like, trying to catch my breath, like, calming down, and I think as soon as kitten says by name I am going to launch myself at him yeah <laughs> well,
1: that's not what I was expecting but oh, sure. make your own bad thing happen I love it <laughs> things go horribly wrong
3: I want to push him or punch him or whatever but I'm also like probably like two feet shorter than <laughs> not two feet but
1: do you want to push him or punch him Um, Mind you he's wearing a helmet No I think I would push him I think I would stop you Either way Uh, right, well then let's play this Then I want So you're just pushing him And I don't think I'm going to make you act under fire For that or inflict harm
3: Um, Yeah I'm not necessarily
1: trying to hurt him But I think I will make Ford roll protect someone it's good, because
3: my rolling sucks, so... It does, it's <laughs> If I could bad. just avoid dice today, it'd be great.
1: Well, unfortunately for you, you
2: decided to push someone.
0: For Katie's end of this, would this be sabotage? Because there's sabotage and there's countering a sabotage. You know,
1: that's not what sabotage is for, but I do kind of like it because it's connections.
0: What is... since I, I only have the summarized versions on my reference sheet, What what is... Sabotage
1: Sabotage would be like if you are say two people are hacking something, Mm -hmm. you know, and you want to sabotage against that person's firewalls or whatever. Or like if somebody set a trap for you, you would counter a sabotage to disarm the trap. Okay, so it's more like preparing a
0: trap than actually interviewing. Yeah. It's
1: it's more working with technology and stuff, which is interesting because it's CX roll, because right. it's with the person who you're sabotaging against, or you know, like if Brooks wanted to keep you out of a room and jammed her screwdriver in a door so that it wouldn't work anymore, right? that would be a sabotage roll against you. Okay, cool.
2: So, Cap. Yep. I want to make sure before I do this one roll, I will be doing two rolls. Why is that? because once I do protect someone, I'm going to use my move moving speech which I'm fine with doing both of them I want to make sure that makes sense to you What is moving speech? I guess it depends on how well my protect someone goes
1: Well, what does the the thing say? Just read the move for me. Moving speech.
2: Sometimes you just need to be reassured when someone is exhausted. Roll plus heart to cheer them on a plus 10. They will stop being exhausted on a mix. Oh, well, I guess. Yeah, no, never mind.
3: That's not what I was trying to do. Oh, I thought that was like a calm emotions. I thought it was.
1: I thought it was too. So you see Brooks charging Dr. Kinton. Roll protect someone. Plus heart. Okay. That
3: is a twelve. Can we negate the harm part? Because I obviously was...
1: yeah. 100%. <laughs> so I would imagine you want to pick one additional effect. We're gonna negate the harm because we're not hurting each other. We're just frustrated pushing. So one of those options you can choose, and uh, I think I know which one you want to take, but I would like you to tell me. What if you just fucking cold clock
0: her? <laughs> yeah, I would like to kill Brooks.
3: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Weird that that's an option. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I would like all the attention to be on me. I thought you were just going to push
1: me back. So, yeah, so did I. What does this look like for the both of you?
2: I feel like I would grab Brooks's right hand and... Pull her towards me, not like pull her, but like kind of turn her towards me to give a little bit of a pep talk. See you know what I mean?
3: That was your fucking fault. I fucking know what I'm doing, and you fucking throw car names at me? Like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. You distracted me. This is all your fucking fault.
0: Uh, I, um,. Brooks, the alarms were starting to go off. You were losing control. I was trying to help you.
3: I think I'm shaking my head. Brooks, Dr. Kenton, we can all talk about how
2: this was anyone's fault. I think currently, right now, the idea is survival. And Brooks, I don't think we can get past this without you. As much as we can't get past this without Dr. Kenton, hmm. <sighs> I feel like we could all settle down. Let's take a seat for a moment. I think I want to use my respected move right now, because I'm actually telling everyone to take a seat for a moment. <laughs> You're going to make us sit the fuck down and do some yoga shit? Yeah, no, I'm going to make us all sit down and take a breath. What is respected? What is respected? <laughs> well, I'm hoping to use Dr. Kenton for this.
3: What does that
2: mean? When you try to gain someone's trust, roll plus group to have someone vouch for you. On a 10 plus, the target believes you unconditionally. On a miss, they refuse to work with you. I mean, well, I already believe you. There's well I f- to like, believe here. Unless Lisa's here, but Lisa's definitely not here.
1: They're in our comms. You can roll influence someone on spacers as well.
2: That makes more sense. Yeah, as well say I, you're not trying to like uh, convince me of anything. Yeah, I was. I'm basically trying to have everyone sit down for a moment. We just went through a big ordeal, and let's sit down and breathe. So I,
0: out of character, obviously agree that we couldn't do this without. Brooks moving forward, but to get a sense for how Kenton feels about this, I want you to roll influence something against against me.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm basically telling
0: everyone everyone let's sit down. I'm going to sit either way. I just want to know how I am taking this. And then we can talk about
2: what just happened and what we need to do next.
1: Okay, I want you to roll influence someone. For spacers, that's plus CX. So I'm going to say you're going to do one roll,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but you're going to add the CX for to the different characters. both, yeah. Yes. All so right, you right. have different numbers for each of them. Cool.
2: Uh, that's not bad. That's a nine on the die. Okay. Which makes it a eleven for Kenton.
1: Okay. And an 8 for Brooks. Brooks. So on a 10+, plus, this is for Dr. Kinton, you both get plus 1 forward on your next rolls related to the influencer's request, regardless of whether the other spacer agreed to be influenced or not. On a 7 to 9, which you rolled for Brooks, you gain
0: a plus 1 forward if they agree to your request. Yeah, I think I just kind of brushed myself
3: off and kind of... Nod to Major Strong, and I sit down. And I get a choice. Yes, I think I like start to sit down, and then I like shake my head, and I I don't have. We don't have fucking time for this kumbaya shit. I'm I'm gonna go find the fucking tire. Is it a wheel or a tire? Oh my god, it does not matter. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, (laughs) I want to. I want to walk away looking for this this tire. Okay.
1: Yeah, you do that. You are, you know, a few yards away. Why don't you go ahead and roll survey the scene?
3: Please, God, let me Spending roll.
1: the fucking party when you have a failure looming over your head. I fucking love it.
3: <laughs> oh. I'm rolling different dice. <laughs> Why? It's snake eyes. Fuck my <laughs> fucking life. I, I get two. No, I get two failures. <laughs> getting angry but it's just <laughs> a fucking survey of the scene it's just a fucking survey of the scene right on a miss you lose a tactical advantage or reveal a weakness to the enemy god damn it
1: <laughs> go ahead and uh, did you take an experience point for your last failure nope right there. Oh, you can go ahead and I'll take two you. Oh, like. I leveled
3: up I'm pretty sure I fucking leveled up yep I leveled up after the last one so now i have an extra
1: it's fun it's like i give you dice they all roll
3: bad i run a game everybody rolls I, bad i literally it's... picked up two brand new dice mm-hmm. fucking snake guys i can't i got believe my stink that. all over them am i gonna die
1: stop asking me that i'm not gonna kill you for one failure but you did you do have two i have, two fa- two I have like
3: four failures total Ooh, so
1: true so you, you are not too far away from this crash site that you and Dr. Kenton created yourselves. Mm-hmm. And Dr. and Ford, you can see Brooks kind of kicking around in the dust, looking for this tire, this wheel that came off the buggy, and she, she finds it. You... <laughs> I'm so <laughs> made with my failures, I keep giving you the thing. I know, I hate it. I'm so afraid. Brooks, you find... Th- the wheel. The two of you, you can see as Brooks lifts out of the dust this tire, and I think, Brooks, you kind of half showing off, half kind of as an I told you so to your group, hold it above your head, kind of waving it in their direction. Oh, God. And then as quickly as you lifted it up, it is blasted out of your hand. And then you see Regolith shoot up from the ground in one little spot, and then another smaller, and another bigger behind you, and you know that the bullet rain has started. That quickly? Fail twice, you get bullet rain. Oh, man. It says right here (laughs) in my
3: notes.
1: (laughs) There are these little pieces of space debris hitting the ground all around you, making it like you are under fire. Brooks, what do you do?
3: I was thinking, for my level up, of taking—I can't even say this—chaot—cha—chaotician, cha its chaos titian. Uh, chaos
1: chaos Titian?
3: Yes, but there's no s in there, so it confuses the fuck out of me. Chaotician, actually, you thrive on chaos and somehow think better under pressure. Take a plus one bonus when attempting a plus tech roll during a stressful situation, but take a minus 1 to plus tech when things are peaceful. I like how chaotic. It is, of course.
0: That's a great
1: move. Yeah, it's a great move. It's a cool move. I love that. That's going to help so much when you get back to the buggy. What do you do, Brooks?
3: I think like my brain registers like oh shit, this is this is that bullet rain. <laughs> like very quickly and I think I immediately like start scrambling for where the tire got knocked to yeah you grab the tire it's a little dinged up but you've got it okay and then I'm going to scramble back to the buggy wonderful roll
1: act under fire to get back to the buggy
3: oh fucking Jesus Christ thank god oh god I thought it was another <laughs> okay it is a a tin is it 11 minus 1? <laughs> Wonderful. On a 10
1: plus, you achieve your goal for the first time in this campaign. For,
3: oh, God.
1: <laughs> That's not true. You did. You fixed the ship earlier. Barely. Dr. Kenton Ford, you see Brooks running in your direction. It is a little slow because of the low gravity, but you can see these. <laughs> you always got a... Make it sound I do it to all of you I do it to all of you (laughs) You see these little explosions of Regulus shooting up all around Even around you But it looks pretty cool to see Brooks (laughs) dodging these little explosions As they make their way back up to the the buggy with the tire in hand
3: Okay, you made it better because you said I looked cool
1: Thanks I really love the constant feedback of my (laughs) DMing I'm so (laughs) sorry (laughs) The three of you are at the buggy. Everyone's a little bruised and battered. And the bullet rain is here. Unless someone does something now, I will start making you take damage.
3: I am going to whip out my plasma gun and... Shoot Dr. Kinton. (laughs) I will
2: pick up the dune buggy. I actually want to lean it up so the tire that needs to be placed on it is like easier to reach easier to reach yeah it's up in the air and we can sit under it
1: i love it i'm going to have you roll act under fire i'm going to give you a minus 1 because of the storm around you
2: all right i'll take it i will take it so plus 1 that is a 4
1: <laughs> uh i could have i mean
0: let me try to help yeah You can assist. Roll plus connection to that spacer. Just get up behind him, and I know I'm not as strong as him, but I am hoping that I can push him over the edge. We are all hoping with you, Dr. Kenton. And I have a plus two for Ford. Wow.
1: They're in love. (laughs) Roll plus toxic masculinity. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do man stuff. Let's lift a car.
2: (laughs) I trust this dude with my life.
3: <laughs> I throw up inside my helmet and I die and I'm gone. <laughs> but
1: Ian, Dr. Kinton, make that a plus one because you're taking a minus one because of the bullet rain. I rolled an eleven even with your debuff. That means for Ford on the ten plus, you get to re-roll your lowest dice. Let's make it a goodie this time, huh?
2: Oh, please.
1: <laughs> hey. Hey. So I have a 7. Uh, you get a worse outcome, a hard choice or a price to pay. A to pay. I'm the bald one. <laughs> a priced to pay. Uh You know what? You all have had it rough. I am just going to say that the two of you take a point of exhaustion. You have pivoted the front of this vehicle up onto the rock that it was previously entangled with enough that you can all it's tight and a small area but you can get beneath it to wait out this rain while at the same time brooks you can start your work on the tire as you are already beneath the buggy do you want me to use my new move i want you to tell me what you're doing and i'll tell you what to roll
3: i am putting this tire back on
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Do you have any special moves to help you out putting that tire back on? Or would you like to just roll the normal user repair and advanced item?
3: I would like to use my new roll. My new move. Okay. Chaostician, actually. Do, well, doesn't that just help you roll the other moves
0: that you already have? Oh, yeah.
3: So I just take a bonus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't mind me. I just need to use repair.
1: I agree. Yeah. Because of your new move, you get a plus one to any tech rolls during a stressful situation, which I would say this is. So I'm going to have you roll your user repair and advanced item with that plus one. Okay. Crossing my fingers and toes for you.
3: It's an eight.
1: Okay, very fun. On a seven to nine, you can do it, but pick two issues. I will read those out since this is our first time getting a mixed success. The issues are as follows. You break it after using it. Something happens that causes you one harm. It doesn't work for as long as you need it to. It's going to need something that will cost you. There's an ongoing negative side effect. It will take a long time to work with or fix. So you have to pick two issues
3: you break it after using it would just mean like the whole buggy itself
1: Mm-hmm.
3: once we get there so eventually we'll have to find another way out
1: break a buggy leave a buggy
3: I think that and I like there's an ongoing negative side effect just with the buggy in general and I <laughs> 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 but I'm afraid of what you could do with that I thought it would just be funny to be like really hard to steer or some shit but We've got a real ant problem <laughs> on the buggy. Because well, we've had such a good time
0: steering it already. Yeah, exactly. If you choose that one, I have an idea.
3: The other idea, the other option, would be it's going to need something that will cost you but then I feel like I'm going to have to leave something behind.
1: Just can't carry the mobile kitchen. I'm sorry, Ford. It's crazy.
3: <laughs> <You can't take laughs> crazy how sh- that happened. <laughs> you can't take his shit away because of my my failures or whatever.
1: Alright. Which two are you doing? I'm not going to okay. hurt you too bad. I want to get to this fucking mine.
3: You break it after using it. Choice. And there's an ongoing negative side effect.
1: Awesome. I have an idea for that ongoing side effect. I think as you're putting this wheel back upon its axle, you're using your plasma gun to try to fix up some of the undercarriage here. And what happens is your plasma gun, it starts, like, sputtering a little bit. Okay. You have to, like, knock it a few times to get it going, but it's having its having issues staying constant.
3: Okay. Mm. God, I hate it when
1: my hot glue gun does that. <laughs> Put a little note next to your (laughs) plasma gun that says, What's a good tag for it? Do you think? Not Um, unpredictable. I don't like that. Inconsistent. Um, Volatile. That kind of sounds like it's going to blow up. Inconsistent. (laughs) Low energy. Oh my God. (laughs) Low libido. Low libido. (laughs) So, Katie, put a tag next to your plasma gun that says, Fuck, what did you just say? Inconsistent. Yeah. Love
3: it. Love it. List it. Got
1: it. Do you want to have a under the car powwow?
3: Absolutely not. There's no time for that.
1: Well, you're <laughs> stuck here. Unless you want to drive in the, I, I'm fine with you driving in the bullet rain. You're not going to die. It might be exciting. How? Or you could just sit here until the bullet rain leaves. Okay. How long is the bullet rain going to be? No, if I'm going to say ask you don't want to talk. I'm going to say it's over.
3: I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to talk to Doctor Kitten in character. Thank you. Please. <laughs> please. Can't wait. Please. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yo, Doc, how long is this shit supposed to last?
0: Brooks, it should just be a few minutes. If we wait here, it should pass.
3: I can get this fixed. If nobody fucking talks to me, I can drive us there really fast.
1: Do we risk it? Brooks is lying because they only go eight eight, eight kilometers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh,
3: shit. Take that out. I forgot that
1: part. Unless you want to do something to it to make it go faster because I'm all about that.
3: It would definitely be cool if I could like show some prowess here to make up (laughs) for my failures. Well, every player thinks that would be cool. Until they (laughs) fail another goddamn (laughs) roll. (laughs) I would love to somehow hack this Mm. buggy to make it be able to go faster. Overclock that shit. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Install some NAS. <laughs> you take off the skin
0: around your head and your Vin Diesel <laughs> under there. <laughs> you roll fast and furious. Roll plus family.
1: <laughs> if you want to do that, Brooks. Yes. I'm willing to let you use the move sabotage. Oh. Ooh. These are built a specific way. But you can sabotage that idea of normalcy by
3: inserting your own mechanical prowess. But what connection would I? Because the cars plus zero. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It's an embassy. Okay. duh. Oh, can we have a talking car, please?
0: (laughs) If you roll really well, play high (laughs) to get (laughs) a talking car. (laughs) Forget
3: (laughs) fastness. (laughs) I want Vin Diesel in (laughs) car form.
1: Get on in. We're going for a ride. It's all about
3: family. Okay. Does
0: anybody want a peanut? Why is your Vin Diesel voice just like your clown voice but lower? Because Vin right. Diesel's a fucking clown. Roll the dice. Got
3: him. All right.
1: Here it goes, here it goes
3: He's actually a really good
1: dude We all love Vin Diesel, Ryan I'm just making a funny joke for a funny podcast Mm -hmm,
3: mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Failure? No, it's a 10
0: Oh, thank Christ (laughs) I would like to roll countering a sabotage
3: You're a fucking liar You better (laughs) fucking not I'm
0: just kidding I'm trying to do something cool here,
1: man Out of 10 plus you do what you intended to do So Katie I know that you personally out of game Are a car person so please tell me what you do
3: <laughs> I Don't know I hack into the Data system shit Yeah you, and you take I'm off the parental sure, controls Yeah there's a limit on Yeah 100% Yeah exactly Awesome
0: you do that <laughs> And everyone's really proud of you Oh thank god all I wanted. You are so much better at improvising uh, car part bits <laughs> than, I, than I was. You fixed the laser transmission.
1: <laughs> you tried to make it too spacey. Fair. Is there anything the three of you would like to do, say, or talk about before we move on?
3: Mr. Speaker, since I rolled a 10, can I also have a talking
2: Sounds <laughs> like
3: <laughs> He said, "Really good," and a ten is not. <laughs> hey, it's good. Really good.
1: Yeah, that's actually one of the advanced moves: is to make your buggy a diesel instead of a regular unlike
3: A diesel? Nice. Very,
0: that's a very funny diesel joke. <laughs> nice.
1: Anyway, uh, Ford, there hasn't been much from you recently. Is there anything you'd like to do, say, or anything like that before we move on? I, d- I don't think so. Just to clarify yep the car does not sound like Vid Diesel it is fixed and it is faster (laughs) Brooks as you finish this um, addition to the buggy this caterwauling of bullets that hit the buggy again and again you all have become used to this drone and now you all realize that it is quiet the dust of the moon is settling as this cloud of bullet rain has passed you by if you pop your heads out from beneath the rover you see that it's Pretty dinged up and damaged on the top side. The seats are look like they've been shot multiple times. There are small bits of debris all throughout the rover, but you press the ignition button and it hums with life. Anybody want to get to a mine? <laughs> I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> Everybody in and hold the fuck on. Flooring it. Unfortunately, to
1: drive, you have to do a roll. Oh, I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you... Don't worry, I can help.
3: <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, going to give oh, you... again.
1: You fixed up this thing, this uh, rover. You know it intimately. you got to get a plus one to this. Use an advanced item roll. I think Major
0: Strong should drive.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I said no speaking. <laughs>
0: You know what, you
1: already had your failures. I'm not going to make you roll again. Okay, cool. It's not going to make it the whole way. I don't want to roll to drive. I don't want... You have to, technically, but we've done (laughs) it. I don't want to do it again.
3: We can walk the last, you know, 20 yards (laughs)
1: or whatever the fuck
3: it is.
2: Cut scene to Major (laughs) Strong just pushing everyone in the (laughs) new
3: No, I made it fast.
1: Because you made it fast, it burns through its fuel much faster. And about a hundred yards out from this mine, it comes to a stop, puttering. But you can all see ahead of you, two large airlock doors. There is a sign on the outside of the building, this gray, angular, tall building that says, Welcome to Arcadia 19. Beneath it, there is the logo for the Carrion Corporation. It is a large pickaxe, horizontal, The axe part is a crescent moon, and above the handle, half of that crescent moon makes the C for carrion, and below the handle, half of that crescent moon makes the C for corporation. Can you see that all in your mind's eye?
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Kenton releases his death grip on whatever handle there is on this vehicle. The roll cage. Below that logo, there is a
1: large sign with large red capital letters that says, Warning! To avoid serious injury, keep your helmet on. And you were all stopped. This buggy has broken down, and you made it finally to the mining facility of Arcadia 19. All work and no play makes cap a dull boy. All work and no play makes cap a dull boy. All work and no play makes cap a dull boy. Oh. I was just writing the next episode. I didn't see you come in. Welcome. Welcome to Shrimp and Crits Arcadia. We have a new announcement today that I am very excited to share with you. You might know LaRange, who made the outro music for Shrimp and Crits' Golokochka, our first season. He has started his own label called Old Soul Music. So many great artists have already been announced with plenty more on the way. If you want to check it out, you can find Old Soul Music at OldSoulMusic.com. I want to thank Thad, our new patron, for joining. Thank you so much. Your support means everything to us. Speaking of Patreon, I want to let you all know that we now have 33 episodes of Patreon content. We add new content monthly, there are 11 episodes of actual play content, and there are now 10 episodes of Barb's bloopers. We've been saving bloopers since episode one. These are curated by the lovely Rivermaid Barb for your enjoyment, and they are... Absolutely, knee-slapping hilarious! If you're on the social medias, you can find us on what's left of Twitter, called X. Apparently, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok as well at Shrimp and Crits. You can find us on Blue Sky at ShrimpandCrits.com, and you can find us on Mastodon at Crits at Podvibes.co. I hope you all are enjoying Arcadia. I know I'm enjoying running it. There's probably three or four episodes left, depending on how good or bad my players' roles goes. And if you haven't already, please rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. If you're really enjoying Arcadia, let the world know on social media or in the review section. Give us five stars. It's almost the holiday season, and Ryan hungers for stars when the weather gets cold. Remember, Shrimp and Crits releases bi-weekly on Mondays, and our next episode of Arcadia will be out October 9th. Until next time, space cadets, enjoy the rest of the episode. Another pair of airlock doors, you find yourself in a calm and incredibly mundane waiting room. The four walls all conform to the same precise design, which consists of small, evenly spaced raised squares in a grid pattern, backlit by cool, white light. There are four seemingly comfortable chairs flanked by side tables surrounding a strange fixture in the center of the room. This is the only out-of-place object here. A short pedestal with an ominous glass pyramid atop it. The doors you came through close and triple seal behind you as you step into the room. Beyond the chairs, you see yet another set of triple-sealed airlock doors. What do you do?
0: I think I would just go for the opposite airlock doors. I don't think that this waiting room is built for biologists coming here to Mm -hmm. do this mission i think that yeah i think i'd just carry on until i find bobby bobby
3: (laughs) anyone else i mean my only idea was to go bobby to the empty room so i guess i'm just following dr kitten here ford same as
2: yes until i'm forced to get into these doors
1: yeah wonderful you three head to the opposite side of the room as you get close to the door, you feel like it should be opening for you.
3: It's a fucking puzzle, isn't it?
1: <laughs> and as you maybe put your hand to knock on the door, Dr. Kinton, would
0: that be, would I assume that from you? I don't feel like you would knock on an airlock door. Is there like an intercom or something? Yeah, let's say there's a big red button. It feels very silly to knock on a giant metal door. <laughs> sure. Sure.
3: A big red button?
0: Yeah, Ooh I'll press God. a big I'll press oh a big no. red button. Fuck oh, it. I'll fuck it. No. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh no.
1: When you press it, nothing happens to the door. But you see a sort of glimmer out of what's left of your vision in your cracked visor as these threads of light begin to manifest in the air just above the pyramid the shimmering spectrum weaves together into a still three-dimensional image of the shoulders, neck, and head of a woman. She has short hair and is wearing a pair of thin glasses with rectangular lenses.
3: Is the pyramid a reference to Pink Floyd?
1: Nice. Good catch. Are you uh, It wasn't. although <laughs> I, I said the name of a Pink Floyd song last episode without knowing it, too, so I guess uh-huh. everything is a fucking
3: reference, isn't it? <laughs> yep. I say
0: hello, hello, hello. Is there anybody in there?
3: <laughs> so is this like this is a real person in front of us or is this a statue like It's a hologram. Oh, it's okay. a hologram so bust of like, a woman. Yeah, this a is a Cortana bust situation, right? I don't know what that means.
0: Well Cortana's I guess kind of in Master Chief's head most of the it's time. It's super fucking sexy. Jesus.
1: There's a still three dimensional image of a bust of a woman. Okay. I'm wearing glasses. Busty.
3: Oh, this Sorry. is Cortana. Sorry, can't say words. I can't oh, shit, say is words. This, is this Bobby?
0: Uh, hello. We are trying to get the mission completed as quickly as possible. Please let us through.
3: Dr. Kitten with duct tape on his fucking face.
1: Yeah, he does. I really want someone to like draw an eye on the duct tape.
3: I might. Just wait till he's asleep.
1: <laughs> I will not be sleeping. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, you step over to this bust And start talking to it, Dr. Kenton, Complaining to it, I would say And all at once The face Has this audio and visual glitch Where The lines of it Distort and spread Making this monstrous face And then they all reweave back together Quickly Back to this woman's face And it quickly turns its head at you facing your direction. Hey, y'all. We were expecting you a little bit ago, but I am glad that you made it. Do you have any trouble getting here?
0: I look at Brooks and back to the hologram and say, we're here now. We're ready to to go. Please open the door so we can complete our mission.
1: Absolutely. Decontamination will begin lickety-split, and then I'll get you right on through those doors, and we can meet face to face. And with that, the face Dissolves back into the spectrum Of light and then down back into the pyramid Looking down, you can see That a thick And murky silver liquid Is covering the feet of your Eva suits as it fills upward To the height of your ankles from the floor Of this room All at once, it sounds like you've stepped into the maw Of a roaring ship's engine You're unable to hear Anything at all unless it is spoken directly Into your comms the white backlit walls darken around you and become a sickly green. You can see gentle waves of iridescent radiation begin to dance across the exterior of your EVA suits, neutralizing any external contaminants that may have accumulated upon you. Oceanic blue jewel-toned lights precipitate down the walls and onto each of you, seemingly washing off the once nauseating pallor. After a moment. The room returns to its cool, white atmosphere. You notice you can once again hear your surroundings as the hiss of the airlock doors release and they open ahead of you. Behind a cloud of antiseptic stands a silhouetted form. Y'all can go ahead and take off those helmets now. You're good to go. Uh... (laughs) You see the woman... You saw in the hologram She's wearing these glasses But she's also wearing something That's like a cross between a Cossack and a lab coat And she's standing there With one hand extended to shake yours
3: That's terrifying Okay Can I get a feeling? <laughs> Is that possible here?
1: That tonight's gonna be A good night Yeah
3: <sighs> Two
1: so there is a move in this game which i know you're all excited about called get a feeling for that you roll plus heart so you can go ahead and do that and this is just kind of a way to suss out somebody's intentions
3: i'm like trying to look at like i feel like this is ai and i want to see if this is an actual person who is breathing
1: Yep, she pisses and shits right in front of you.
3: (laughs) I mean, do I need to roll if if you just told me that?
1: (laughs) Roll plus heart.
3: Okay, that is an eleven on the dice plus nothing.
1: On a ten plus, you hold two. Here are the questions: Are they being honest? What are their intentions? Are they hiding anything important? What do they really want? What do I notice about them that's important? What would give me leverage with them?
3: Are they hiding anything important, and what are their intentions? Like I said, I want to see if this is a real human breathing before I take off my helmet. I I just... Okay.
1: You, if you're looking for that specifically, as Bobby walks into the room...
3: This is Bobby? You
1: see... This is Bobby. I
3: was right, yes.
1: (laughs) Sorry. You see her... Accidentally inhale some of that antiseptic spray that came out of the door and cough it a little bit. Okay. You see her glasses fog up from it. There is nothing about her that makes you think anything nefarious. She seems very proper, very corporate. She has a headset around her head with a little microphone that is flipped to the up position, not down along her jawline. She seems to be genuine. She seems to be genuinely excited that you're here. What you do notice is she is holding a tablet in her other hand that she's not extending to you. And you can see these tablets are see-through in a way from the other side. And you can see that she is getting notification after notification after notification almost constantly. Like something is spamming her data pad with notifications. But she is not looking at them. She's not distracted by them. But she's blowing up right now.
3: Okay. I'm going to take off my helmet. I guess. <laughs> and then I will shake her hand.
1: Oh. Uh, I wasn't expecting you. Um, we had another mechanic in our logs, but I can change that. Thank you. Uh, I see that you all signed in at the docking station. That is a huge help. Thank you so much. It is nice to meet you. Um, Brooks,
3: isn't it? Wait, where did, where did her accent go? I thought she was country. Brooks, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm Brooks.
1: And this must be Dr. Kinton and Major Strong. An honor. It's nice to meet you both.
0: You can call me Ford. I will make note of that. Thank, thank you so much. You are Bobby, yes. Yes, Bobby.
1: I'm the one who sent the transmission, and I am just so happy you're here on behalf of Carrion Corporation. We are all happy that y'all
0: are here. Well, I'm glad that you are happy. Uh, perhaps you should have uh, sent someone to escort us. The journey here was rather uh, <sighs> perilous. It my are, eyes. <laughs> we are all eager to get to work. Uh, we have been gone from Earth uh, for quite a while now and some of us have families to get home to. Please show us the way to this big biological discovery. Of course,
1: Dr. Kenton. She... Flips the headset down So now it is along her jawline In front of her mouth And her voice Amplifies as she speaks Welcome To the state-of-the-art Carrion Court mining operation On the magnificent moon Of Arcadia 19 And The most extraordinary tour That you'll ever experience I'm your guide, Bobby and I couldn't be more thrilled to have you join us today. So without further ado, let's dive into the remarkable world of lunar resource extraction. Feel free to ask questions at any time or save them up and ask me when we're all finished. And she starts to lead you down the hallways into this mining facility.
3: Am I the only one without a helmet on? <laughs> does else take helmet off? I think I would take my helmet off.
0: Yeah, I mean, Kenton definitely does. Uh, I would also
3: look over at Kenton. He's focused on the mission. He doesn't give one shit. Was this entire mission to approach a tourist attraction?
0: Hmm. Oh no! Unfortunately, with these mega corporations, uh, they have to show off the bells and whistles before getting down to the particulars. Unfortunately, this is a Necessary part of the job we have to sit through this probably very boring tour about this pretty standard lunar mine.
1: You got me in a fucking box
0: here. She will speak (laughs) enthusiastically to try and fool us into thinking that this is a fun thing to do.
1: God damn, you're looking
3: at my notes, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great. I've seen this before. Jurassic Park?
2: I love the way you said that. <laughs> Jurassic Park?
3: It was a ah. character.
2: Was ah, great. Yes. yes, Brooks, I remember that movie. It's it's
3: a classic.
0: I can't imagine that this, anything <laughs> will go wrong.
3: <laughs> oh shit, Caps came in Jurassic Park, but on a mine, in a planet, yeah, in a universe. <laughs>
1: As we embark on the tour, I encourage y'all to keep your EVA suits on and have your helmets handy, as safety is our number one priority here. Now, if you'll kindly follow me, I'll show you what makes this great Carrion Corp family tick. A general reminder stay with the group to ensure your well being. There's all sorts of high tech machinery that could put a damper on your whole trip. <laughs> I hate this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now let's
1: begin in the barracks, or the common room if you prefer. But if you ask me, there's nothing common about it. <laughs>
3: I wanna I'm gonna shoot her. w
1: I'm gonna shoot her. Whoa. Ah, your gun's malfunctioning. That's crazy that you ruined your gun earlier. Damn, it just works I'm out just, that way, huh? I'm just kidding. You try to
0: shoot it, just click, 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 and she keeps going. I shoot my tongue my my tongue. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> my tangle gun. Put your helmet back on. <laughs> my tongue gun. <laughs> I was looking at stun gun and tangle gun at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> My tangle gun. Does anyone need a foot massage while we're <laughs> Whoa. at Whoa. Okay. Took it too
1: far. I just feel like we're all living our truths here.
2: Back up.
3: Our,
1: our Caring Court our family spend their free time getting to know each other, play each playing other, games, and, and enjoying some of those well missed comforts, comforts of home. at home. We've, We've already, already prepared, prepared some cots and amenities. For for are y'all, y'all to, stay, to stay, oh, so, so comfortable, comfortable during, during your it. stay,
3: can I survey the scene yeah what are you what are you looking for? I want to see who all's in here and what they're doing. Are there you said there are people in here? I didn't, but there
1: are okay, you know people in Eva suits meandering, minding their business in the room you were just in in the common room. there's like a ping pong table set up, and there's people laying in cots
3: and chatting with each other as as Bobby walks you through. Can I kind of like? Linger a moment, like kind of nearby people having conversation to try to eavesdrop a little bit. What they were talking about? <laughs>
1: wow, that, <laughs> that was so incredible! Good. That was so good. I,
2: I feel like after your explanation, you <laughs> can't.
1: <laughs> roll me get a feeling. Just as you were moving through the common room, roll plus heart. Okay.
2: I imagine this is only just. Oh. What a bunch of cocks. What do y'all think about everybody? (laughs) Mining, am
1: I right?
3: (laughs) It's a seven.
1: (laughs) On a seven to nine, you hold one. What are you trying to pick up as you walk through this common room? I think if you try to linger, Bobby recognizes this and, come Come on, on, stay with the group. group. I don't want want you to to miss miss anything. anything.
3: Are they hiding anything important? Might be good. Like, all the people other than Bobby. The (laughs) commoners. Whoa. The crew, the miners, are a good
1: way to... uh, The crew. Are you worried that they're all robots? I feel like you're
3: worried about that. No, I'm just... Okay. (laughs) I just want to hear what they're talking about, but I don't know what question to ask.
0: Katie, I feel like you need to remember that we're here to do a job. There's no... (laughs) There's no reason to suspect that, there's a, <laughs> that they're a bunch of robots. I don't suspect that they're a bunch of robots.
1: So Bobby's kind of ushering you along. She doesn't want you to linger. She's being very polite about it. But you overhear a few of the crew murmuring about Bachman.
3: Oh, I have that ra- name written down. I literally looked at it earlier and was like, <laughs> who the fuck is
1: well, you wouldn't know anything about Bachman. Yeah, I know that but. she
3: doesn't, but Katie does.
1: Okay. Yes, Katie does know about Bachman. So you hear people kind of grievously talking about Bachman. It is with a tone of seriousness.
3: Okay. I will make a mental note of that. Cool. Make a physical one if you want. Uh, no, I mean, I did <laughs> a long All time right. ago, apparently.
1: <laughs> All right, now, now follow, follow me as, as we proceed, proceed into the main atrium. atrium. You'll You'll see see through the the panoramic panoramic windows windows on your left an awe-inspiring view of the splendor that that is Arcadia 19's rugged landscapes and unique geological formations, all beautifully illuminated by the distant glow of nearby stars.
3: We're, okay, describe, like, the area that we're in?
1: So you're in a main atrium.
3: Okay, but there's, like, a giant window? Panoramic window.
1: window. Yeah, that looks out to the moon itself, where we just were. A, Where you just were, everybody saw you fuck up.
3: I don't. Yeah. I. Oh, great. We <laughs> were riding by, <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't bother to fucking help. Of course. Okay. <laughs> the, the the facility is camouflaged, <laughs> so, so we didn't see.
1: <laughs> You'll also notice the tall and not so boring, boring towers, each equipped with cutting edge laser drills. These dig deep into the moon's surface, creating reservoirs of valuable resources that are later transported to the refinement complex deep within our mines. The entire process is remarkably efficient, thanks to Karrion Corp's constant commitment to innovation.
3: I will say that Brooks is thoroughly impressed and surprised that Kitten has not (laughs) said some rude shit already. He made it pretty clear that he knows
0: this is all part of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, if Ken could be asleep as he walks
3: through. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: he would be. Yeah, he,
0: yeah. Would do, he would do it. And to and our you'll right, see
1: you'll that see that inhabiting the entire, entire north, north wing of, of the above-ground ground portion of our facility, facility is the lush greenhouse, where we, where we cultivate, cultivate a variety of plants using our, plants using our patented hydroponic, hydroponic systems. systems. This environmentally environmentally conscious conscious initiative provides provides not not only fresh food, but but also a breath breath of fresh air. air.
3: Can't Can't you just just
0: taste taste it?
3: it? I shake my head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Ford. I told you we would get to see the greenhouse. As you taste it, you kind of
1: notice that the air has this, like, mechanized, filtered taste that you're accustomed to. I would like to see the greenhouse. Absolutely. You You will have have the entire evening to have dinner and see the greenhouse and if you're injured you can head on over to our infirmary. We have state-of-the-art medical facilities and you can meet our dedicated medical staff led by Dr. Prentice. They're ready to ensure the well-being of all of our amazing team members, you included. Just right there next to the greenhouse is our kitchen. Here our chefs craft delicious, nutritious meals for our hard-working crew. Truly a testament to Carrion Corp's constant commitment to providing the best for our Lunar family. You can always have a seat here in the cafeteria and enjoy these exquisite meals 24 hours a day, every day of the year, free of charge. Now, the moment I know you've all been waiting for This is the Elevator, elevator, or the Cage, a loving loving nickname from our mining mining crew. It leads leads straight down into the beating heart of our operation, operation, the Central Mine Shaft. Tomorrow... You will all descend deep into the lunar surface and witness firsthand the advanced drilling techniques used to extract valuable lunar ores which power the innovations that make Carrion Corp. a leader in the industry. You'll also notice that all of our crew are red-blooded primes. No drones, no clones, surrogates, or avatars here at Carrion Corporation. Corporation. As we finish our tour, I, I want, want to direct to you to Ma and Pa Hillman's, Hillman's General, Store. General Store. These they two have been, been part of the Carrier corp, corp family longer than... Well, longer than, than, <laughs> longer than, than me, me that's, that's for sure. sure. I, I am transferring, transferring some, some Carrier credits, credits to your personal, personal devices, devices now. now. You see as she clicks and swipes a few times on her data pad, and then after a moment you hear chimes coming from your forearms. A little gift from, from us, us to you to use he how you see fit, fit on anything you might, might need. You, you can, can also, also purchase exclusive Arcadia 19, 19 memorabilia and Carrion Court merchandise to take, to take back, back home, home with, you. with you. Oh, shit. And of course, we found ourselves back in the common room. I'll leave you to rest, explore, and taking what it means to truly be a part of our family. I hope this tour has shown you the dedication, innovation, and commitment that define the Carrion Corporation. I want to thank you all personally for joining me today. And remember, at Carrion Corp, we uncover the universe's potential today. She lifts up the speaker that was along her jaw, back to her head.
3: Well, there we have it. Okay...
0: Bobby, when will we be briefed on the nature of the biological specimen we have come here to examine?
1: First thing tomorrow morning, I will take you down to the mines myself. For now, rest, have some fun, get something to eat, and tomorrow we'll uncover that universe's potential I was talking about. You see Bobby now looking down at her datapad after she had brought it up to send you all some carrying credits? And she looks a little distressed at all of these notifications she's gotten, but she is clearly trying to hide that distress from you. You three have a lovely evening. I need to get back to my office, but I will see you bright and early in the atrium tomorrow. You meet me at the cage, and we'll head on down when you're ready. Oh, Dr. Kenton. Uh, yes, Bobby? I notice you have a bit of a... Whoopsie there with your helmet.
0: Yes, like I said, the journey from our ship to here was uh, quite perilous. Without some sort of an escort, we had trouble operating the moon buggy. And again, I kind of look over at Brooks when I say that.
1: I do apologize for that, Doctor. If you'd like, you can take that helmet over to Ma Hillman. She'll fix that right up for you.
3: I kind of like the duct tape. A temporary fix. Yeah, can you believe this guy?
1: If you'll excuse me, I have a meeting I must attend to.
2: I think I would like to survey the scene.
1: Okay, go ahead. Roll plus head.
2: Ten on the die. Minus one, so a nine.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. You can ask one question from the list. All right. Is there something important that I'm missing? I like that one. What an interesting question. I love that one. Ford, as Dr. Kinton and Brooks are bickering as they do in this common room, you follow Bobby leaving towards the atrium with your eyes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And as she's heading towards the center of the room where the cage is that leads down into the mine, you see the elevator is coming up. The cage is rising towards the atrium as if. The crew is coming back from a shift. You see four crew members in Eva suits. They're carrying between them something covered. You see Bobby walk up to them, and you can't hear what she's saying, but she looks frantic. This guise of tour guide has come down slightly now that she's not in the same room with you. She gestures towards the infirmary, And you see the four crew members in their EVA suits quickly head towards that direction, kind of jerking backwards. And as they do, you see the gloved arm of an EVA suit fall out from under that cover that they're carrying. And you see Bobby notice it and stuff the arm back under the cover as it heads towards the infirmary. You can give me uh, the stinger here. Who's in charge? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you want to ask who's in charge, you can do
0: that for sure. Hello, it's me, Captain Mine. (laughs) Mr. Arcadia.
3: Mr. 19. (laughs) I just got
0: done eating Bachman.
1: He was delicious. My name's Bob Arcadia, and I'm a frozen head on spider
2: legs. (laughs) (laughs)